Welcome to episode number six of the Truth and Dare podcast. In this week's episode, we're talking about the side hustle, what it is, and how to have one. Remember, you can find show notes, more conversation, and details at truthanddaremovement.com. Welcome to Truth and Dare, a podcast dedicated to female empowerment through living our truth and daring to change. Hi, I'm Carly Talbot. And I'm Allie Van Fossen. Okay, everyone, welcome back and welcome to the side hustle conversation. I know this is a buzzing trend word out there in the creative community and really just the community at large. The word hustle has become very popular to use. And Carly and I both feel like we're in the side hustle. So what better thing to talk about than what we're in? Um, For me, the side hustle is the pursuit of what calls to our spirit and then the commitment to follow it, invest time in it, and experience it wholeheartedly. Yeah. Amen to that. I love that I'm talking um, about the side hustle with Allie, who in my opinion, is the queen of the side hustle. Um, But I agree with you. I think that it's something that calls to you. I I think to me, the side hustle is, it's when you choose yourself by doing the work or really doing the thing that you love on your own terms. You know, it's focusing on you and – that's what I think the side hustle is. And that's what the side hustle is to me. Yeah. And and like you said, focusing on you. And so I think some people might connotate the word side hustle. Connotate, right? That's I'm using that right, I think. Um, I think so. Connotate, yeah. Dina. Anyway, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I think some people liken the word side hustle to thinking that you need to be making money from your hustle. Yes. And then if you're not doing that, then it's it's not a hustle. And that's, I think, false. Um, side hustle is any time that you're doing something outside of the norm of your everyday life and you're following something that you're really passionate about because it truly makes you happy. It could be that you bake. It could be dream catchers. You know, it could be anything that calls to your spirit. So I just want to make sure we get that out there before we get started. Also, Carly, I would like a side hustle crown. (laughs) I'll work on that for you. (laughs) You do deserve it. So I'll I'll try. (laughs) All right. So I was just kind of touching on this, but why the side hustle is important to me. So it stretches your ability to learn and continue evolving as a human being. You know, we go to college, we get into our career, and it's super simple to just stay really complacent. And by having a side hustle, it continues to stretch the muscles of your interior self to really continue expanding. Um, Also, we live in a world where passion and the pursuit of passion is kind of looked down on upon by society. I mean, I don't think that totally, but I know my parents were like, what? You're becoming a yoga teacher? What? You're starting a blog? You know, they were really confused because a lot of people are, don't understand the definition of having 
you know, another passion and chasing that passion with a fervent belief that it could maybe someday be your full-time, you know, your full-time life. And so I think it's really important to go against the grain and against what society is telling us to do in that facet. And then lastly, I kind of just touched on it, our passions, you know, unless unless they're deemed life-changing, you know, and Carly did kind of a side hustle that my parents would consider life-changing, getting a master's degree, you know, unless our family members and peers in society, if they don't get it, they're not going to get it until you're being an absolute baller badass, like publishing a novel or getting that really epic promotion or, you know, getting that final, that final bright, I don't know, final bright. They're like they're getting the trophy when you're like killing mm-hmm. it. Like unless you're mm-hmm. killing it, then everyone's like just they sort of like push you push you off to the side. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for filling that in. That's what I meant. I hear you. <laughs> no, I mean, I totally agree with you. I agree with what you're saying about pushing back against society. Um and I think people just people just project their fears onto you, especially when you're doing things that either make them uncomfortable or maybe even make them subconsciously wish that they had the balls to do what you're doing. You get the pushback. And I think that's exactly what Ali was saying about how sometimes – People can view your passions um, with judgment because it's atypical and people like us to stay in the box, but Mm -hmm. we're not going to stay in the box. You know, Um, I think that the side hustle also is super important because it allows you to live regret free. I mean, to a certain extent, we're all going to have regrets, but choosing to work on your side hustle, whatever that passion project is, you're investing time in yourself. And when you tap into something you love through this side hustle, you're honoring this deal that you're making with yourself to be the best version of who you are. Um, and there, when I was thinking about this podcast, I came across this book, um, it's called The Top Five Regrets of Dying by Bronnie War or Ware. And she was a hospice nurse for years and years. And I think what started as a blog, I think it was a blog first and then it turned into a book. Um, but anyway, she wrote this, this book about the top five regrets of dying. And the most common regret that she heard from these hospice patients was, I wish I had the courage to live my life true to myself and not the life that other people expected me to live, which Mm. I mean, speaks for itself, right? My heart is pounding faster and harder. (laughs) I know. And it's just what you're saying about the pushback from society, trying to live inside the box, trying to do what you think is right. And the point of the side hustle is so that you can – feel like you you are living your life on your terms, I think. And um, I think that's really powerful in itself. And, you know, one other thing, and not to get morbid, but <laughs> I think the side hustle is important because we are not here forever on this earth. You know, we're we're given this gift of life 
And perhaps the fact that all of us will expire and pass on one day might be the single most effective reason to have a side hustle or do something you love or take a risk or get unstuck, stop being stuck in the life that you don't want. Um, and I, so maybe that alone is, is enough for the side hustle to be important. I know there's all these quotes from Steve Jobs about, um, how knowing that he's going to be dead soon is the thing that encouraged him to make all the big choices in his life. I'm kind of butchering that, but (laughs) not to be like, you're going to die soon. So you should do what you want to do, but kind of, right? I I mean, mean, is that... No one has certainty of what's going to be happening in the next moment, in the next day, in the next month, in the next year. And so... Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, don't be scared that you're going to die one day, but use it as fuel to your fire. I I love that. And... I love I love quotes. I I they're cheesy, but I'll find the whole quote and I'll put it on our show notes because yeah. it is really great. We'll do that. And I'm really interested about that book and that blog. So we'll yeah. link to that too, you guys. No worries. So we're gonna talk about our own side hustles and what we deem a side hustle so that we can give you an example and hopefully You'll take these examples and be able to interlace them into your own life and also start if you're not starting in investing in yourself and who your true self is. So here we go. I think my side hustle started with yoga teacher training. I took a course that could be completed while I worked full time. So it was on the weekends and also on weekdays after work and I mean, it was like $3,000, 10 months of an investment, and I just went for it. I knew I loved the yoga community. I knew it was changing my life and that I wanted to share whatever I could about yoga. And God damn, I'm so happy I did that because whew, my life has gone, I would say, a total 180 from my physical, mental, emotional, spiritual being because I invested the time and the money in myself. I followed that like spirit call and just went for it. So side hustle one, side hustle two, after Carly and I got home from Italy, I was fascinated with creating a travel blog and was really intimidated by it while I lived in Italy. That would have been the most opportune time to start. <laughs> but, I, I, but I got home and I started it nevertheless. And actually that travel blog is what has manifested into the Journey Junkie community, which is pretty much now all yoga and life inspiration focused with like a sprinkle of travel here and there. But again, like I took the time to say, hey, I'm really intrigued by other people who are doing this. It seems like a a fun way to express yourself and share information with others. So I'm just going to figure this shit out. And Carly knows it's really about figuring this shit out when you're getting a website together. Yeah, Carl? Amen. (laughs) Wow. It's like another language. But it's pretty fun and intimidating and rewarding. Has a lot of emotions. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a fun adventure getting online. And from that space, I became a yoga teacher. I started teaching after work and on the weekends, so giving up, you know, my time to share yoga with others. And we all know that when we share something with someone else, 
it's almost as if we get the double dose of feel good vibes. Yes, the person getting the yoga from me feels incredible, but when you're the messenger that's giving the gift to others, it's it's like a double down. And so, yes, I'm giving up my time and I'm stressed and I'm tired from working all day, but oh man, you leave the yoga studio feeling energized and recharged and almost high on life from helping other people. So, whew, feels so good. Yeah. And then Last but not least, not last but not least, but two more things. So, you know, the side hustle will continue for me with the Journey Junkie community. It's only gotten deeper and bigger and more passionate for me. And that will continue to be a huge part of my life. And then this community right here. So this truth and dare, you know, conversation that started off from, like Carly said, just mornings of phone chatting into wow, how many other women are having these same conversations or they don't have someone to have the conversation with? So how can we share the message and help other people feel like they can live their truth and dare to change? But we all know like that conversation needed to have fuel behind the fire. And so that's early morning phone calls with Carly, brainstorming sessions after work, working on the weekends. You know, it takes time and energy and it's always worth it. It's always been worth it. Out of all those examples I've just told you, there's never one time that I'm like, "Mm, fuck, I wish I don't want to have done that one. You know, in the moment you're like, man, I'd rather sit on the couch or I'd rather go to the beach or go to my own yoga class. But at the end of the road, when you get to the other side of it, you are so happy with yourself for taking the time to invest in you. Mm -hmm. And... Carl, what do you got going on? What's that is going a on trip. your side hustle? It does make you feel so good. Um, I think I first learned how to hustle multiple things at a time when I was getting my master's degree, which we've touched on a few times. But I did that. Um, it started as a double master's, which was ambitious and ridiculous. And so I ditched one of them and kept one of them. Um, and the one I kept was an online degree, actually which gave me the flexibility to wander and roam a bit. And I ended up moving up to Maine while still involved in that online master's degree program. Um, But for anybody who's pursued a degree in any form, whether it's just a bachelor's, higher education, I mean, a certificate, Ali's yoga training totally works in this situation. You know that the time that you have to invest is serious. Um, You're going to be we're going to be studying and working on this nights and weekends and trying working your butt off to get good grades or get the certificate or become the professional. So I I think anybody who has gone to school in any capacity, whatever that means for you, understands the work that is involved. It's also extremely satisfying, especially if you're studying something that ignites a passion in you. Do I think that I'm going to be fully incorporated in what I got my master's in forever? Um, I think in some degree I will. I don't know if it will be in the capacity that I had originally thought, but you know, that's life. And as you evolve and your interests evolve, I think that that can grow with you. So, anyways takeaway is that anybody who's gone to school understands that it's a lot of work. But that taught me a lot of time commitment, especially because it was a on my own time. So I had to fit that in 
where it was supposed – where I could fit it so that I could accomplish what I needed to. So that was the first time I was really getting up at the crack of dawn to get things done, um, squeezing things in at night. And that kind of gave me a good intro into what my life would become with all, with this project. Um, I, physically, I ran a marathon recently and training for that, oh my gosh, that takes so much time. I mean, I almost want to say I don't want to run another marathon just because of how long it takes to train and how much time it takes these runs are hours and hours. It's like your entire day is sort of gone. But again, I mean, that's just an example of anybody in a physical challenge. It takes a lot of time, whether you're even just trying to get in shape. Um, it can be really time consuming, but it teaches you discipline. It makes you get your ass up early. It started me on this pattern of liking to work out before I go to work or before I, you go to school or before your day gets going because you can fit it in and you can get it done. So it might have been painful and long, but it started this new habit that still to this day uh, I've taken with me and I still really enjoy getting a workout in in the morning. Um, on top of that, you know, the truth and dare community, like Ali said, I mean, this is just an idea and ideas are obviously the beginning of something beautiful, but they can only take you so far. It's the groundwork that builds upon those ideas and truth and dare has been just a passion project coming to life. That's what this is. This is like the blood, sweat, and tears of us wanting to share our voices and our feelings with you guys. And uh, that is a lot of work. Like Ali said, it's brainstorming. It's um, a lot of conversations. It's a lot of early mornings. It's trying to build a website. It's trying to learn how to edit photos. It's trying to get my hands into things that I've never done before that honestly really scared me before this and it's really intimidating but I will say that you can do it anybody can do it um don't be scared to step into something that you have never done before because this online platform was totally new to me a few months ago and you know now I've gained a lot of confidence and I feel like I can do a lot of things <laughs> in the online world that I never could before uh but I just want to say that you know, just because you don't want to start a secret fashion blog or you don't want to start a business that you can't have a side hustle. I think it can come across in a lot of different expressions. And Ali, you touched on this in the very beginning, but I think we should just talk about it again. Um, you don't have to make money from your side hustle. In fact, I don't, to me personally, I don't even think it needs to be anything professional. The, your side hustle can simply be a commitment to doing more of what you love. For me, I this is a big. This results usually in eating really well, or making time to work out, or committing to my spiritual practice. That's that's a huge part of my side hustle. That's something that makes me feel good. That I love. That I do specifically for me, nobody else. So that can be a a side hustle to you too. I mean, I don't know. What do you think, Allie? I totally agree. You know, I work with people and I work in a cor bigger corporate office. So around like two, 300 people. And I know just from speaking to people on my team, like 
They talk about wanting to it to invite in more after work activity, but they feel so tired and yes. so drained. And it's the same story. And my story back to them is you have to just do it. Like mm-hmm. I know you're tired, but actually if you went to something after work, and this is more like physical talking because we know that when you work in a corporate environment, most people gain weight. And so there's a lot of talk about feeling tired and overweight. And, you know, a lot of people ask me, how do you have so much energy, Allie? Like, how are you up? And then you come to work and then you go to a yoga class and then you go home and make dinner and you don't get takeout, you know, and then I also work at night. And it's because when you're feeding the energy machine the correct way, there is unlimited boundless amounts of energy. Well, until you need to go to bed, but like... (laughs) There's no the whole the whole like let me wake up right before I go to work, roll out of bed, get in the car, eat like shit all day. Now I'm getting off on a tangent, but I I'll know, just finish but the you're tangent. right. I love that. <laughs> and then you know leave work and just go home and sit on my couch all night is unacceptable in my eyes. And I'm not. I don't mean to say it bitchy. But I just want you to know that there is an opportunity to take care of your health, even if you're an incredibly busy human being with a long commute. All it takes is 10 minutes to shift your mindset and give your give yourself some of that really necessary energy to start living more of your truth and daring to make those really hard changes. So yes, your health is definitely a side hustle. If anything, it's a full-time hustle because it's the most important one in Carly Knight's book. So yes. And maybe make, I mean, we should just roll into this of what you guys can do to maybe think about a side hustle, but maybe make that a place to start. If that's, if you feel any of the things that Ali just said, and we all feel that way. I mean, we all go through that sluggish, Ali and I call it slug. (laughs) We call it slug in the honey. I don't know why. It's it's just so metaphoric. I imagine a slug <laughs> just like inching through honey and never getting anywhere. Okay, anyway. Yeah, so we're yeah. like, oh man, slug, in, slug the in the honey mode, hardcore. <laughs> so if you're feeling like a slug in the honey, um, that could be where you start. You could just commit to cooking dinner. That could be your side hustle. You could just commit to going on a walk. So it doesn't have to be the fact that you're up at the ass crack of dawn, make creating a blog or whatever. It just it doesn't have to be that complicated. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, and honestly, without the energy that you get from fueling your health, it it almost might be not impossible, but really, really hard, really, really difficult to find the energy and the inspiration to you know, invest in yourself in the way that we're talking about. So 100%, please start with your health, get get that side hustle tuned in and dialed in so that that's just a well-oiled machine. You're, you're in it 100% and maybe not a hundred, but like 85, please. Yeah. And, just do like the 80, 20 year old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then just some ideas, you guys, for how you can outside of this whole online world, joining any kind of club, any kind of club. My mom recently moved and joined a book club. You could, there's, and where I live in St. Petersburg, Florida, there is a massive amount of clubs. It's a CrossFit club. There's a potluck meetup. There's all sorts of fitness related ones. There's women moon circles that happen twice a month. So 
when you really dive in your, into your community, I think you'll find that there are lots of clubs to engage in and definitely try a few different ones and find something that can be your side hustle that you're engaged in. And I guarantee you, like if you were to go into a side hustle and stay in it for three months, you're going to start really tapping into some unknown passions and wanting to take your life in a new direction to get more of that passion in. Yeah. And that's where like all sorts of cool ideas start to blossom. Isn't three months like the universal rule of when things get accomplished? I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I, you know, I've heard like 21 days. Oh, I've heard 40 true. days. I've heard three, 90 days. So I, I do think 90 is a pretty good benchmark that if you stick with it, you'll really tap into some epic shit. And yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think so too. I mean, I, the point is just don't give up so quickly. I think a lot of us, if we don't feel um, immediately better or see immediate results, we're like, oh, well, fuck that. On to the next, which, right? I do it too, though. I'm like, oh, well, that didn't work. But hello, things take time. Hello, self. This is a marathon, not a sprint. But, you know, Mm -hmm. it takes a long time. So, yeah, joining a club is an awesome way. Another thing that is amazing is to volunteer. You guys, I work for a nonprofit. You have no idea how much we savor our volunteers. They are the lifeblood of what we do. And I know how good they feel coming and giving their time to us. A lot of them are retired, but a lot of them aren't. It's all about working around your schedule. And the thing about speaking from a nonprofit perspective, they will work with you around your schedule. They, Every nonprofit is going to need volunteers. So whatever time you can give, I mean, it can be half an hour. Or less. You can just drop something off or, you know, be a transporter. You can drive people somewhere, whatever it is. Um, they will work around your schedule. So that's the cool thing about volunteering is that you have so much freedom and these organizations, they're just going to, they need it. They're going to soak it up. They're going to be so grateful for you. So think about, I'm sure there is an organization that calls to you, whatever it is, there is definitely an organization that exists for that passion that you hold. And just know that your service is going to be so appreciated. So volunteering is another fun thing that you can do. And it makes you feel good. Like Ali said, in the very beginning of this, when you're the giver, the happy feelings are just multiplied. So I think volunteering has that same effect on people. I need to volunteer more. That's how I feel. Listening to you, I'm saying in my head, God, I need to go give some of my time. But you know, I've said that to my mother-in-law before and who also did yoga teacher training with me and actively teaches yoga. And she says to me, Allie, you're already volunteering your time with all the damn yoga you give the world. That's true. So I try to keep myself not feeling crappy about the fact that I don't volunteer. Yeah. Don't shame yourself. We all just have to do what works for us. Yeah. So man, I say the word so a lot. I'm trying to cut it out of my vocabulary and it is not being cut out at the moment. You guys, (laughs) we're we're becoming so hyper aware of our words by starting this podcast. So sorry if our sentences are very thought out. It's just... (laughs) 
This is it makes you public conscious. speak, yeah, public speaking one hundred and one live. Yes, <laughs> coming at you. But all right, <laughs> back to the show. So, other really great ways to get your side passion going, your side hustle, are crafting, do it yourselfing, and then I think if you got really into this, you know, my brother in law has been making all this really cool woodwork, and I have my fr- a friend who started making bikinis. And I'm sure we all have a friend who started arts and crafting and then they made an Etsy shop and whether that stayed a side hustle or became their full-time hustle, you know, that's near here nor there. The fact is they found something they liked, they spent time and energy on it, they invested in themselves, and then they help others by, you know, creating commerce. Everyone wants, every woman wants a bikini. People like to have woodwork in their home. You know, it's, it's just this endless cycle of giving and receiving that feels really good for people, especially when you're making it yourself, you know, and you know, and then you know you're buying something from someone that's handmade versus like off our favorite shelf in Target that we all know we love to shop at. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> yeah, really good point. And I think the last point is that uh, maybe working, if, if any of this, doesn't strike your fancy or does, whatever. Maybe you want to pursue a certification in one of these passions, or maybe you want to go back to school and get a degree. That's a really big commitment. It's super expensive and really time consuming, but sometimes that's what you need to take it to the next level. So that is another thing to think about if you want to really let your side hustle grow and blossom. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I know we're, we're trying to wrap it up, you guys, so that you're not just listening to us babble, but I think investing in yourself can, can be really scary when it comes to money. And when you get over the whole money hump of investing in you, you know, at the time of my yoga teacher training, spending $3,000 was like a car payment every month. And it did feel like a lot. And now that I'm three years out of yoga teacher training and it's allowed me to create this online community that has definitely given me back $3,000, I'm like, when's the next training? And how could, you know, the money is no longer a fear because I see, I've seen it. I've seen it give right back to me. So if you're feeling scared of the money investment, as long as you have a really good job that's supporting you and you're in a position that you can healthy, healthily, yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That word. (laughs) Um, as long as you're in a position that you can continue to maintain your, you know, your necessities in life, it's okay to let go of some bullshit so that you can make room for some really epic shit. Don't be afraid of investments. That's my number one thing. Just, I mean, Carly and I with truth and dare, Right from the get-go, we've spent, you know, we've just invested straight into the good stuff. I wasted a lot of time in the journey junkie land, piecemealing bullshit together because I didn't believe in myself yet. Whereas truth and dare, we know this is going to be an epic movement. And so we're not wasting any bullshit time with, "Mm, let's like use this free thing. No, we're just going for it because we have full-time jobs and we can, and we can just like not drink as much coffee from Starbucks. Yeah. And the thing is, this is such a good point. Um, we're not saying quit your job for your side hustle. Like, hell no. I mean, we don't do that. We would like to. We're not there yet. But I think, Ali, it's such a good point. Just don't be scared. Sometimes you really have to invest literally in a monetary sense 
if you want the return. And that's just what we're living in. It, life is competitive and you have to be willing to to give a little bit. And that might not even be $3,000 for a yoga teacher training. It might just be um, a membership to 10 classes at your yoga studio. That's an mm-hmm. investment. That's scary. That And it's not three grand, but, you know, it's expensive. So think it's about what's worth it to you to feel like you're honoring yourself and you're choosing yourself. Totally. All righty. So how can you start your side hustle? We've thrown so many different things your way now. We've really dabbled in a lot. Let's try and we're going to bring it home. So I picture you like reeling in a fish, like we're going to reel it in. I actually just extended my arms out really long and wide like a branch in tree pose. And then I and then I hugged my elbows in as I said that. Wow. <laughs> That's basically like reeling in a fish. <laughs> you are on my vibration. Okay. So here's Allie's like 101 on what how I feel about how you can get down to the nitty gritty of this. So get out a piece of paper and – just doodle down anything that interests you, like everything and anything. It could be, you could fill up a whole page with words or like three liners, but doodle it all out. From there, I want you to narrow down the list to two or three things that you really want to start focusing on. And this could be, for me, I really want to start taking dance lessons. So that's one of my things that I've been saying for months now, and I still haven't made the time to do it. I also want to start going to some moon circles here locally. So it could be anything, but narrow it down. Two or three things you want to try. From there, commit to trying one or two of those, maybe all three in the next month or two. So look up the schedule at a local dance studio or find a yoga studio you want to invest in a pass in or find an organization to volunteer for and look up how to do the volunteer work and get it on your calendar. Don't diddle daddle, do it. From that space, once you try a few things, I think you can really start to decide, okay, I want to make time for this. Okay, that wasn't as great as I thought it would be. And find something to be your side hustle. And also don't feel like you have to be married to it. After two or three months, if you're not into your side hustle, go back to the drawing board. What did you write down on that piece of paper? And again, Commit to it, try it, decide if it's something for you, and then just continue to invest in yourself and that passion that you're that you're following. So that's that's Allie's live your side hustle 101. I love that. That's so cool. I feel like I should do that actually. Um, and I'm going to, and we're gonna link a detailed breakdown of that in our show notes so you guys can go through that exercise because I think it will be powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I want to say about starting your own side hustle, I'm going to get a little, little more spiritual on you, but I found this, I came across this exercise that I think is really cool. Write a letter to your 80 year old self. And in the letter, this is going to be the prompt. It's going to say, dear self, I am so happy that I did not live my life in fear. I am so thankful that I blank fill in the blank. Um, I think that this might sound kind of out there for you, but if you think about it, if we go back to that first thing I said about the people in hospice who felt so regretful that they didn't live their truth, this exercise is a huge w- a way to explore what living your truth means to you. 
I think it's a great uh, visualization tool because it allows you to think really openly about your future and it allows you to think about it in an unapologetic way. It's kind of taking all those, like that list Ali said, and just put it in a letter and maybe just hold on to it and have that. And, and so that if you're feeling like you're not being true to yourself, you can think about what your future self would want you to do. And I love that. Yeah. And then, um, my letter would be a novel. I know it can be long. <laughs> it's just for you. There's really no rules. Uh, I'll put the prompt in the show notes too. So if you guys are into that exercise, you can do it with me. And the last thing I want to say is just ex- like Ali said with the list, um, it's all about just exploring. I feel like so often these hobbies of people's will just organically unfold into side hustles. I mean, think about this podcast, Ali, right? Um, you and I, we love to talk. I mean, not that technically I don't think talking is a hobby, but, um, our passion, it's our passion for conversation that unfolded into this new medium. And I think that this happens all the time. Think about the person who loves to hike and they end up as a nature guide. Or I think about my boyfriend, Mike, who loves the water and ended up as a captain. I mean, you could go a million different directions for this, but I think that just having having passions and the willingness to explore them is all you really need to kickstart your side hustle, right? You hit the nail on the head there. And right before or right as we wrap up, I just want to say I was thinking of something you said about us and how we have this passion for sharing conversation. But, you know, we set the intention to talk multiple times a week on the way to work instead of just tuning out and listening to the radio. We we stuck by each other to be really good friends to one another. And that's what started this. You know, it takes effort to have a really strong friendship long distance. And Carly and I put the effort forth just by picking up the phone. And that's what led to this next conversation and the next one. And so it's really just about making that space and that time to gift the energy towards whatever you enjoy. And that's my little ditty. Don't forget, you guys, if you're into this idea of side hustle and passion work, we want to hear about it. We want to connect with you and learn what is making you tick. That's what we're here for. That's what this community is all about. Because like Carly and I say, well, it's great just the two of us. It's seriously so much better when we're all in it together. All the show notes, everything we talk about, our weekly newsletter, um, our really epic intro. When you do sign up for our newsletter, it's all over at truthanddaremovement.com. That's where you can find all the goods. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for joining us. If you want to tune in daily with us, come check out our Instagram at truthanddaremovement. And we will be back here next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.